everyone. Hi. Hi. Hey. Welcome. God, I'm so bad at starting shows. Uh, I've been doing, I've only been podcasting for a decade, so it's probably best that I never learn how to introduce a show. Hey, it's me, Jeff May. Uh, I have cool friends. <laughs> that's why, uh, that's why we're on Jeff has cool friends. Uh, and Hey, I've got one of my cool friends here. She's so damn talented. It is offensive how so much talent can be poured into such a, a, a perfectly compact brilliant package uh the amazingly talented uh singer but also actor and model as in my research uh has dictated in the past uh Therese Curatolo Therese did I say your last name right or is it Curatolo that's perfect nope oh, no no Jeff. no you don't get to you, you can't just say however you said <laughs> it is fine great however you said it was just perfect but what how do you say it uh Curatolo okay so I said it wrong no you said it perfect oh okay all right that's fair <laughs> That is fair because I feel like I did it wrong. You did it great. Um, you are a a brilliant singer. Man, thank you so much for thinking so. Um, to the point where like it's like harmed me sometimes, oh. like listening <laughs> to some of your stuff. Uh, and uh. we'll we'll talk more about that because I'm I'm going to be talking a lot about um some of your songs okay. and we're gonna we're gonna discuss that. But uh, first I always like to talk about how I met. Uh, the person who is my very cool friend. Do yes. you, do you remember how we met? Because yeah. it is. It was such a bright, shining light bulb in the darkness of my life that I had at the time. Shut up! Where I was... Okay, so we met at in downtown LA, which is... Yeah, but is, it's funny that you said bright, shining light bulb, because where did we meet? We met in it like a, a fake speakeasy. At the uh, Edison. At the Edison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. A light right. bulb, man. Oh, my God. That's right. Because we met at the Edison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our mutual friend, Felice Garcia, yep. was hosting a show. Love you, Felice. Uh, uh, she's delight. She doesn't listen. That's great. But we that's love fine. her anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's off being happily she's married. She's off being somewhere. happy. God damn it. And then there's us. And I'm just sitting here just being like, but I have a podcast. <laughs> and you have a cool friend oh and I'm God. here. Okay, so uh, and I was alone, just in just in general. <laughs> just, okay, hi, same. Uh, and 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 uh, Felice was like, "Okay, I'm going to sit you there, uh, like in the sad seat." And then she was like, "This is my friend Therese. I'm going to have her sit with you." And you were just other sad friends. You were just bubbles. Aww. No, no, you weren't sad though at all. <laughs> you were just so nice and kind. And it was like such a, cause I was in like a not particularly great spot in my life. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go out and just support people. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was just like, I'm going to go out and I'm just going to support friends in that nobody's going to go to. Cause it was downtown. Oh and, my gosh. Which is the worst yeah, part Absolutely. That's the first, that's yeah. the first problem. Um, and, and just, I was like, oh, this person's the best. Uh, and, and that's Takes you. Takes one to know one. Takes I mean, one to know one, man. Also true. Yeah. Um, no. And and just periodically bumping into you, um, you know, at like a pool party or something, at like a Fourth of July pool something party, very cool. where I met your brother, I believe, yeah. and he was a ball of energy too. I mean, you equal, guys are, equal amount of bubbles. You guys are just MDMA as we people. <laughs> you guys are just joyous. Wow, can I get that on my tombstone? I'll like put, I want I'll that to be my epitaph. Make it a pull quote on an I album. I swear to. Go Thank if, you. If yes. MDMA was people, we'll put that on one of your club hits. <laughs> Great, love it. Put yep. it on Tokyo 2. Thank you. Uh, and then we'll do that. <gasps> the remix. So, the re Tokyo remix. We could call it Edo because that's what <laughs> Tokyo used to be called, right? I don't know. My Japanese history degree is I'm joke. not paying off right now. Uh, good job, Jeff. So, um, so okay. So, so we met and then it was kind of just like we were uh, in each other's purview and then that's it. Yeah. Just, just living just our lives. Instant in homies. Here. Uh, and then you have found yourself... 
through the amount of work, hard work, talent, blah, blah, blah. In all of these like different crews and groups and you've performed. <laughs> what am I doing? So many incredible. Well, I, I don't know. Cause I don't like, either. Cause like uh, so many of my friends across the country on their Instagram stories were like, can't wait to see postmodern jukebox. <laughs> and I was just like, I think my friend Teresa is there. I'm pretty sure that's singing the one she goes there. Because yeah. you did uh, Postmodern Jukebox. Yes, sir. Scary Pockets. Yes, sir. Cirque du Soleil. Hi-o. You've done a duet with Stevie Wonder. No big deal. Background for Captain and <laughs> Damn Tanil. Yeah. Um, which is great. You've sung the national <laughs> anthem for the 49ers. God, we love that team, don't we? What, what, do we? Uh, well, I don't know anymore. I don't pay attention to football. Is I that do, football? I'm not, yeah, it is. Okay. okay well, you were there. Uh, yeah. How many I, national anthems have you sung? I mean, not a lot because I'm, you know, there are certain people, there are certain things that trigger a trauma response and singing the national anthem to me is an immediate trigger to trauma. I don't know why... Because oh, the country currently <laughs> sucks. Yeah, that's what it is. That is exactly what it is. No, it's just like a really, it's a high pressure situation. It's the, one of the hardest songs in the world to sing. And nothing good ever comes from it. Like it's the most stressed out you will ever be. I could be, again, like singing with Stevie and like be totally fine. But you ask me to sing our nation's anthem, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel like no. I feel like a duet for the anthem would have been a lot easier because Maybe. you're feeding off of another I was person's say, you energy. Throw it onto someone else instead of a bunch of <laughs> football. It, exactly, just yeah, screaming no, at you. I, absolutely, that's one of my least favorite things to do. So if I am ever asked nine times out of ten, I'll be like, yeah, sorry, no, I gotta go take a bath in the sink with my socks on. Yeah, which is an arguably better experience. Way better experience. Yeah. I mean. Baths in general are pretty great. <laughs> right, right. You a bath person or a shower um, person? I'm a shower person. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm a bath guy. Wow. I like a bath. The more you know. I think it's, but the problem is I don't fit in a lot of tubs. I mean, I can see that. People are just like, I'm like, everyone's like, if my back hurts because I'm tall. And so my <laughs> life is just a series of de- degradation uh, physically. And people, I'll be like, my my back hurts uh, just from generally existing. And people are like, why don't you take a nice bath? I'm like, what tub in do what I t- fit in? <laughs> in what tub? You know what? In the Venetian, though, they're f- hot tubs. Caesar's Palace. Oh, even better. I uh, So one time, weird Vegas story. Uh, Let's go. So uh, Nevada, you've heard of it. You're from there. Neva- uh, say it with me. Nevada. Nevada. Ne- there you go. Okay. Thank you. I, Las Vegas, Nevada. There it is. Okay. That's great. That's Continue. how I'm going to say it then. Las Vegas, Nevada. Le- Nevada. <laughs> Welcome to Nevada. Nevada. Um, a few years ago, like 2014, I, I it's a long story, but I drove like half a million dollars worth of gold from uh, Los Angeles to Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. And they gave me uh, a room at Caesars Palace. That's where I was going. And I got a room there. And the tub fit me so i spent most of the night just luxuriating in a bathtub uh which is uh nice very it's not it's not mad about it uh because it's very rare that i fit in a bathtub See the little things to me i take it all for granted because i am a peanut of a human it's i feel like if if you combined us to a medium-sized person Mm -hmm. the world would be built for that person a hundred percent I think tall men get a lot of benefits. Okay. 
they just they do we're okay. fetishized quite okay often. Uh, not wrong sorry. no we are we're fetishized like i've said it before uh it's <laughs> height is height is the tits of men oh like, yeah like it's just I get it. like it's not an accomplishment but you sure do get a lot of attention that's for cool. it that's um, cool um but like i don't fit on planes uh yeah, especially in the restroom oh my god what is that like? I like every restroom. I have like a. Bro- I look like the broken neck lady from that haunting of Hill oh House. Oh my god! I'm just sit there with like a big dumb crick in my neck, really being like, reference. I can't wait to get pee all over myself. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I have cool friends. I don't know, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's just like I, I should probably sit down for this because yeah. it's just and then like my knees crunch up against the door. I'm so sorry. It's fine because it- again, it's. You know, tall people, girl problems, right? And yeah. I am the tallest girl. I sure am. <laughs> you are. I um, but yeah, and and uh, but I also recognize, like, I'm jealous of, of of shorter people, and then at the same time, I'm like, but I also am glad I can reach. Yeah, absolutely. Remember that. Good team. Good team, man. Good team. Good uh, We're a killer team. You're from Reno. I'm from Reno. What is it like a rural spot or like Reno? Because I know, Hello. like, I know because I know people are like. You know, I'm from Vegas, and yeah. but they're really from the outskirts, and it's just like a regular. It is rural. Up. It really it is. is. Yeah. Like Reno is beautiful in the fact that I mean, they call it the biggest little city in the world for a reason because it is a nice little condensed version of Las Vegas, but only really downtown. The rest of it is, I mean, depending on where you look, you could think, oh, shit, I'm in Utah or I'm in Colorado. Or, and then we're like, we're right next to- Because of all the sand and the rocks. And I mean, just, yeah, the mountains and the, I mean- I guess you could say more beautiful words like mountains. Sure. I'm like, uh, yeah. the sand and the big the, rocks. The mountains and the Sierras are absolutely just heavenly. And then to be right up next to Truckee and uh, Stateline and Lake Tahoe, that's really what I claim is like being Stateline more than like Reno. Yeah, Reno's a cute little dust bowl with casinos. And if you drive 20 not even 20 miles north it's the methamphetamine capital of the world like what breaking oh, bad hell has yeah. found out albuquerque on. yeah uh, oh no like sun valley like spawned sorry to throw you under the bus sun valley but it is the meth capital of the world look so. albuquerque i have been in a lot of i've been in albuquerque a lot yeah and i always say breaking bad was very kind to albuquerque listen um I will say this albuquerque i uh, i saw a man get hit by a car and then get stabbed in wow. Albuquerque, same guy. Wow, uh, and uh, bad day for him. Would have been funny if uh, if he was hit by a car by one person, then stabbed by a different. Oh, same. Person. No, same but it was well. Yeah, I mean, because wow. it was like a whole thing where he. You want to talk about getting in trouble? Was, but I also uh, that's where we filmed that game show I was on. Oh, okay. so Albuquerque has also done some really good things for me. Um, Come on, Albuquerque! Shout out to the Kirk. To the Kirk. I, I actually, I ended up when I was living in LA. I I kind of dated a girl that was in, in Albuquerque. After again, the more you know. And then after a while, I was like, "Oh, this is awful for you." I can't. I was awful like, I, for you. I was like, "I can't do this to you." Like, yeah, like that's not because they were very rooted in Albuquerque, I see. and I was just like, "I am. I don't think I can do this ever." Uh, and I was just like, "I got no armadillos, please." I was like, "I'm sorry, but I I have to." free you from the nightmare that is that was how i when i got divorced it was the same thing where i was like look i'm gonna let you off the hook here. stop it yeah. oh my god no that's fair i think some people aren't he's being so mean to himself and no. he's really actually one of the greatest human beings ever here's what i'll world. say some people are great people that are not great for other people absolutely and and i own that 
And, mm-hmm. and I think you probably have too, where you've met people that you're like, oh, I, I have a crush on this person, but mm-hmm. oh, I'm not your person. Clearly. Like, hello. I've been there. I've, I've, that's not uncommon yeah. for, even for me. Like that happens a lot where I'll, I'll meet somebody and I'm like, oh, I have a huge crush on this person. Mm-hmm. But then I, I'll, you know, the more you learn, you're like, oh, but this person it would not, I would not be good for this person. This is, mm. I'm not this person's flavor. Yeah. Uh, and that happens. And sad. when I was younger, I would get really sad about it. Yeah. Because I, I just want to be liked. Yeah. Hi, I'm sitting here in my with a microphone. Yeah. In my living room. Me too. We clearly so. want to be like, I want, I, so like if I was in my 20s and I met somebody. Yeah. So I'm, I meet you, huge yeah. crush in my 20s. I'm clearly not what you would be interested in. And then I would just go into a depression. Whereas instead, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, now this is just a friend I have that I am attracted to. Mm. And I can get over that. Mm. And that, as an, as an that's like a big adult move for me. Yeah. Um, and it took me longer than normal, I think. Most people, because I was still as a kid, like I had that fear of rejection. Oh, huge. You know, like And that. if you've been bullied, like, forget it. I mean, I was, do you ever see the pictures of me as a kid? No. I was a little, little round guy. I was a little bowling ball. Um, and I've carried that with me, which is fair. But so like, you know, that's. We do. We carry certain things from childhood and that's so real. We do. People don't get that. They no. all, they think I was always like some like, I was like, do you think I was 6'4 when I was 11? You're right. Like I was cool like, no when i was 12 it was pretty cool i mean if you look at my recording studio you'll see that 12 years old did not go too far away it's very listen did you have that collection of cool when you were 12 this is me rebuilding that collection Uh, i rest my case man yeah so i I kind of did um okay so uh so reno so you're from reno and uh Mm -hmm. are you a nature person or are you uh i like the idea of nature but I'm more of like a city gal. Like, do you find yourself more country mouse or city mouse? I feel like I'm a good custom blend of both. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I love the city and I don't want to be ever out of a city, I love to go outside and I love to climb a good mountain. I love a lake. I loathe the oh, beach. You're so not a beach fan. Oh my God. So I is it the waves? It's, I mean, everything about it. When you, <laughs> when I see like life is a day at the beach, like the that nothing, nothing makes me cringe harder because think about it. It's salty. It's sunny. It's dirty. It, What's dirty about it? Oh my it? God. The f- dirt. The, just the sand and the dirt and the filth and you're sticky and no matter what, even when the wind is blowing, the wind will blow the sand into your mouth and your lip gloss and you just can't get comfortable. I do and you have get the lip gloss sun- problem, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? And it just smells and there's no shade and it's a, you get the worst sunburn of your life no matter how much sunscreen you put on. And even at night, like it gets cold and you're like, oh God, everything about, and no matter what, I don't care if you bring a cooler, your still melts and gets hot. Okay. I hate the beach. Anyway, um, the, I with lakes. I lakes. I, I really get like, like a nice, it's a much more, it's a la- I would say the lake is a lazier, yeah. uh, a much more like you're, you're punching out. The, exactly. the beach is a project. The, yeah, and, the beach and, is a problem. Yeah, it's... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a problem. You're like, I, I think we should just eliminate People the People that beaches. go to the beach to eliminate, eliminate, excuse me, stress, like that causes me stress to even think about going to the beach. Like just the drive to get there. Then you have to park and then that's like $25. Thank you very much, Malibu. Like 
I am not at all stressed out now. Okay, well now you're going to Malibu. Whatever, whatever beach. Ew. I got Hermosa. I got a nice little. That's Orange County. We don't go to. (laughs) Um, I have a nice little. I have a nice little secret beach that I go to. Okay. Uh, It is. uh, It has a street park. Nobody goes. Is it too crowded there? there? That's why nobody goes. (laughs) I got you. Wait, what? That doesn't even make sense. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, No, like nobody's there. So like even on like the hottest day, I've maybe seen 30 people on this beach. Wow. Um, and, and so I go there. It's it's kind of it's kind of near the airport. So every once in a while you hear a plane. But I went there. I would wake up and if I wasn't recording, I would go for a run. I would shower and then I would just drive to the beach mm. and I would just spend Two hours, maybe. Like, I wouldn't go for the whole day or anything. I would just be like, I'm just going to go there. And then I'll stop somewhere in, like, Venice, grab some tacos or something. Nice. Come home. That was nice. That sounds nice. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. Like, also, like, a lake, that's like a weekend. Yeah. I feel like the beach is either... The lake is very bougie. It is. But you also, you're from near where a lake is. Yeah. I'm used to them. And it's, like... I guess I'm Freshwater and... Both. Yeah. Because I'm from Massachusetts. So okay. we had we had we were 40 minutes from the beach. And we the also lake. had plenty of lakes. Yeah. Great. I mean, my, my mom right now, she lives on a on a lake. Lucky. Um, which is kind of cool. Lucky. Yeah. We have we got we we my mom remarried. She we sold the house I grew up in, which was mm-hmm. like a small little ranch. And then we moved in and renovated my stepdad's place. We got we the deal was they put a pool in. Nice. And, but my mom, after the first year when we had to like wrap it up you know she was like this sucks <laughs> so we built a room around it so now there's like an indoor pool okay at my mom's house that's divine and everyone's like you guys must be pretty rich and i was like we we got free lunch <laughs> like, oh uh- <laughs> i was like we got we got pretty lucky like they they've maintained the thing but we built that room around there, yeah so it was very fun um how how do you end up singing with Stevie Wonder? I, that that when mm. I was in my research so when I was funny. reading that I was like what? Okay, so going back to pools, uh, I was laying by my pool at the time, right? I think I was a senior in college or something. Yeah. And he saw you, and he clearly saw weird. me, which is crazy. Um, never forgets a face, Stevie. God bless him. Anyway, <clears throat> terrible jokes aside, I was laying in my pool and I was listening to the radio and they were playing his music and the DJ came on afterward and said, Stevie Wonder, come into Reno Tahoe, play in the 4th of July, uh, downtown, whatever, at the event center. Call now and sing your best Stevie Wonder song for a chance to sing a duet with him at the concert. And I went, oh, f-. Yeah. I jumped out of the pool grabbed at my at that time my razor your razor cellular phone. telephone yes there it is. <laughs> and i called up and i i sang i just called because i'm a basic white b- and that is not my favorite cb wonder song that's i just thought i would be punny and funny and choose that song and i sang it and they called me back the next day and they were like congratulations you are a contestant in the running to sing with Stevie. You need to come down this Friday and do a sing-off at this place downtown. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Where I proceeded to sing another basic song. Basic, excuse me, white song. I sang Let's Hear It for the Boy. And I'm not even kidding and no disrespect when I say this. I walked in. I was the white girl in this incredible lineup of incredible singers. Like, 
Every... And you stole another opportunity from a woman of Exactly. I mean, wow. I looking back on Canceled. it, I'm like, wow, Therese. Ew, like, damn it. But like, I just, I don't know. I love Stevie, and I was a singer, and I thought, yeah, I'm you're, just you're allowed. Sing. You're allowed to enter a contest. I just want to sing. Like, that's not. <laughs> but fine. I walked in, and I was like the last one to like sing, and it was all based on like audience. Yeah, applause. Chaos. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Like an applause meter or whatever. So I sang. It's it. the singing version of a wet t-shirt contest, basically. It was the basically. worst. It was the worst. I sang and I was at the end and the place erupted, which was so nice. Thank you, Reno. So, so I mean, I was up there with my peers. That was the best part and also the worst part. I was like, this is so great slash embarrassing. So after they like did their little judgment call and they're like, hey, Teresa, are you ready to sing with Stevie Wonder? And I was like, yeah, let's do this. So I sang with him at his 4th of July concert, and it was really nice. And my dad and my mom, they know Stevie from a past life in the 70s when they used to just show up and rub elbows at gigs because my dad's a musician. Not again. Oh, so this isn't like a they knew of Stevie Wonder, and I was no, going to be like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> So that was great. It was great. And we sang our song, and then afterward, he goes, he makes me stay on stage. And I was, again... Little baby tree. So I blacked out and I'm mortified and I want to just get off the stage because it was all entirely too much yeah. for me to handle as a senior in college. I was like, get me the f off the stage. I can't breathe. And he makes me dance to Superstition, which was his bam, encore. Bam, bam. I swear to God. Wait, he did that as an encore? Weird. That was, yeah, that was his last song. So I was like his second to last song. And he goes, hang on, you know this one? And then he, I mean, he makes me start singing like other stuff just because he figured he's got me here and he, like in front of thousands of people yeah. here. Can you sing this Whitney song? And I died. But uh, yeah, <laughs> stayed on stage and danced to that. And then I'm pretty sure when I walked off, I was like, well, I, I, I can go die. Like that's, that's well, you nailed, but what else do I do? I think we're better off this. that you did not. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Cause now I can live. I, I've lived to tell this crazy tale. That's really the start though. I like guess, what you yeah. viewed at the time. I think that's a really important part of perspective, yeah. which is at the time you're a senior in college or oh 22, maybe exactly. And, and you're like, well, this is, I'm, I'll never top Barely this. Barely legal. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what an uncomfortable phrase. Uh, <laughs> Barely legal. I'll never top this. Uh, and then sure enough, like now that you look at it in yeah. that part, sort of post perspective, you're yeah. like, and we've seen oh, Stevie like, so many times since then. And it's, it's wonderful because every time I see him, it's like nudge, nudge, Reno girl. And he's like, ah. I've seen him once. Oh. Uh, the concert, I'm sure, was great. Yeah. I did not enjoy it because um, it was like one of the last things I did with my ex-wife. Oh, It was like I just wasn't. I wasn't into it. And I had just been to a concert at the same place the weekend before. Yeah. And I just was like, I was also being kind of a dick about it because mm -hmm. I was just not happy. So I ensured that I wouldn't have Isn't a good time. Isn't it crazy time. though what our bummer. brain holds on to yeah. in times of like, like trauma where yeah. you you don't realize it, but you looking back on it, the memories that you hold, you'll remember the drink you were drinking, the jeans you were wearing, the concert you were seeing. And no matter what, our brain subconsciously holds on to every detail, whether we like it or not. And then it just rears its nasty head. Yeah. 
at the most inconvenient and weird times. I have mentally Xeroxed the worst things. Yeah. But like, if you ask me about like a really positive experience, I'm just like, I don't remember that. I blacked out. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's me literally earlier this year. I it was great, but I'm like, what? <laughs> I remember almost every negative interaction that I have had growing mm. up, including the ones where I was wrong. And I think a lot of us, a lot of people, everybody's like, oh, I was bullied as a kid. Of course I was. Yeah, every, everyone. I looked Some like a more little, than others. I looked like a beach ball with a mullet. Shut like, up. Like, there's not like, <laughs> it's not, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But I also remember that I also engaged in bullying behavior. Mm. And I think it's very hard for people to acknowledge that because yeah. then they have to acknowledge that they weren't always a victim. They were sometimes the villain. And yeah. sometimes you're the villain in someone's story. I remember pretty much every negative interaction that I've had, yeah. not just the ones where I was bullied, but the ones where I bullied somebody. I definitely remember those experiences a lot, like the the negative ones, the ones where I was cruel. Oh, God bless. Are you the cutest thing? Nope. But that's okay. <laughs> we like to call, I'm, I'm the ugly duckling and I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciated that. I think it's important. I think everyone should look like until they're 18 everybody should like well, that is not nowadays nowadays it's like they don't have an awkward or a, a weird it's gonna it's state. gonna warp the shit out Holy of them shit, man like, like do, do you guys not all have that one year where it's like you have to grow into your nose i've had to tell my or your my, neck i have a 16 year old niece i'm an 18 year old nephew 16 year old niece and she'll post stuff like why am i single blah 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 what? and i was like i was like kid I was oh. like, don't, oh. I was like, don't look, don't, don't look for, for this. I know you're going to, because it's the point. We're always lonely and we always want to do that. That I was is like, a whole separate yeah. podcast, my man, on and what social media is doing to so, our youth. It's, and, I, and I said, I was like, don't worry. I was like, you worry about building a future. Yeah. I was like hot yeah. and partners and whatever that will come. Oh man. I was like, you will find, you will find your group. Yeah. You will find your community. You will build that. For now, get good grades. Literally, that's your entire job at the moment. And I, and I said that. I was like, I know this sounds like an adult, mm. like a stupid adult that doesn't understand Doesn't know shit about and, <laughs> I don't know shit yeah. about shit about But it, <laughs> Sorry, guys. But at the same time, uh, at the same time, though, like, I'm like, but look, man, I, I've done it. And I was like, look. Yeah, and we kind of do know some shit about and, and, I'll, and I'll say, I'll be like, this is what I looked like when I was your age. Yeah. I was like, this is what I was doing. I was like, and now look what I'm doing. I have a cool job and I do cool shit. And I'm a cool uncle, man. Oh, I try to be a cool uncle. You're a cool uncle. I try to be. I'm flying them out. Okay, boy, cool uncle. I'm flying them out to hang out uh, for like a couple days. In LA. Yes. Yeah. And uh, my Get cooler. My nephew was bummed that it wasn't for longer. See, uh, I was like, yeah, I think I was like, I think four or five days is a good time. I can take you to the places you need to go. Yeah. But you're anything not gonna, more than that. We'll kill like, each other. I was like, anything more than that, because I'm going to have to pay for like a room for that. Like, I yeah. was like, I was like, this this trip is going to cost me several thousand dollars. Yeah. And every day you want to stay extra is even more. <laughs> and he was like, I thought it was going to be like 10 or 11 days. And I was like, I have to f work, dude. <laughs> I was like, I can only bank my so man. many episodes. My man. Uh, and, and I was like, man, I, I was like, and I said, I was like, 
look up what you want to do. You want to go to Disney? I'll bring you to Disney. Wow. I was like, you want to go? Yeah, I want to go to Disney. I was like, let's go to Disney. <laughs> uh, you want to go to Universal? And I, I, I told him, I was like, uh, I was like, I'll get a trans pride shirt. What? That I'll wear because my nephew is trans. God bless. I was like, I'll I'll get a uh you know protect trans kids or trans rights or human rights. So I was like, nice. I'll let you pick out the shirt and we will take photos in front of Hogwarts. Oh my! And God. we will tag J.K. Rowling's turf ass on social media. <laughs> uh, and I'll do that. I was like, I'll do yeah. anything you want. Literally, just look it up. Yeah, dude. And oh, a disaffected teen. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's gonna go. Oh, I was like, I was like, how how much can I do for you? I was like, how much can I bend and over? I'm breaking my spine. I'm breaking my balls. I was like, you're. I was like, you're getting access to Netflix money that nobody else is getting. Wow! Shout out Netflix. Um, shout him out. Shout him out. Shout out to my man. I named. Do you see what I named Mike Carr? Did you see that? No. What it's did you name? Howie Cardell. Stop. Because he's the guy. Howie Mandel is the man, but Howie uh, Cardell is, is the car. The car. Man. Uh, <laughs> Carmen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's what I did. That was like my big purchase with that money. I'm very, was a, a car wonderful. with cash. That's, well, Just a that's full, how you do it. Yeah. Typically. I, I was like, can I not, do I need, not need a loan? I'll just oh do God. that. Um, and then that's the other thing. I'm going to fly my niece and nephew out. Because I've been that's here for, so nice. I've been here for 10 years. And I haven't had them out because I was broke as yeah, with oh. some good John Ralphio shot. That was good. That was good. As an uncle, I was the worst. <laughs> I got a lot of birthday and Christmas presents to uh, to to, to make up. I think they're gonna have a great time. I hope so. Yeah. I, the eighteen year old had to get an ID. This is the this is, is the headache this we're a, dealing with this now. Is a big deal. Where I was like, how the f- do you not have an ID right mm. now? Oh, there's mm. this and that. A lot of excuses. Family of excuse makers. Okay. Rule number eighty six: No excuses. Play like a champion. You're that just that you're just throwing the quotes. Sorry, seventy six. You're just throwing the quotes out at me, and I respect that. Is, I know. Is this is this a thing? Because you you tour a lot. I do tour a lot. You, you tour a lot. I love touring. I, Some people hate it. I love it. You do. Yeah. But I'm gonna call a little bit of bullshit out on you. Shut up. Because I was talking to you yeah. while you were during your European tour. I wanted to throw myself And off you were of a just cliff. like I just want to go home. Oh. And you were had like 2 days left and I was like you're about to. Yeah. And you're I, not I forget- wrong, Jeff. Wow, you got a mind like a trap, dude. Well, I mean, you got a mind like a trap uh, and you're not wrong. Uh but <clears throat> it but it is one of those things where it's like in theory before something happens or when it's starting yeah. to happen or it's, when it's over it's the best and absolutely. then afterwards but in the middle of it it yeah. can get a bit much absolutely i mean yes touring touring has its its peaks and its valleys um there are certain days where you're like what the f- am i doing and then there are other days where it's like what the f- am i doing yeah and you're just like having the time of your life but i want to say 89 percent of the time it's great i love it mm-hmm. and sometimes man th- there are days that really do test you i mean yeah. whether it's the people that you're with the city that you're in that's what i, I was going to ask yeah one of those questions okay. actually which is like personality wise yeah like, i mean we're talking like you know real world four where people just are like real world (laughs) just butting heads and big brother status yeah yeah 
Like, does it get really like It annoying? absolutely does. It absolutely it's does. It's a bunch of theater kids you're with, basically. LOL. Like, like music and theater kids, yeah. like the drama must be intense. I mean, it's not though, because we are family. We're really good and we all I don't love like each- most of my family, by the way. So that doesn't. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anybody out there that does not like most of their family like Jeff. I do. And I like really authentically just love people and I love everybody. And I want to say this from like the depths of my being. I don't not get along with anybody Yeah, and vice versa. Like everyone and I are pretty copacetic. You're very affable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And like, I don't do drama. I don't do petty. I don't do, I just, I vibrate higher than that. And I just want to do the fun and make people happy, do the art and travel and just be a f- idiot and be an idiot with other awesome idiots. Nailed it. And, thank you. And this tour was, it was great. It was great. There were moments that it was like really f- grueling, but again, like we're, we're dealing with this like post COVID bullshit. Like it's a war and it has people twisted and it has people, you know, forgetting their humanitarianism really. Yeah, no, I get it. it. It certainly has put me on on edge, right? With people, I remember especially like early in the pandemic when you know I'd be out for a run or something, and I'd see somebody and I'd put my mask on and they wouldn't, and I'm like, "How about I beat your ass?" See, it's got like, everybody f- twisted. That level of like in my head, I'm just twisted. like, I'm like, I'm clearly showing you this courtesy, respect, yeah. Uh, and you're and I would literally like I'd be from a distance, like mm-hmm. they'd be like. 20 yards and I'd hold it up and then put it over my face Wow! and they would just do nothing. And I'm like, should I run this person over? <laughs> I don't know, but Europe was, Europe was totally different. Yeah. And the people I was with, they were all, they're wonderful humans, but. And that was postmodern jukebox? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. And I, I just love them all to death, but this, it doesn't matter who you're out with. I don't care if you're out with your significant other, like you would know this. If you're out with them for an extended period of time, there's bound to be like, you, you, I just want to be alone. Like, I love you to death. I'm, I just want to crawl into a cubby and I want to be alone with my own stupid thoughts for like maybe, I don't know, just this amount of hours today. I think I'm really annoying in that regard. Yeah. Really? I'm a bit much. What I'm do you mean? Bit, I'm very energetic. You, me too. I'm like a pinball. And that is a problem. It, yeah. Like I'll be I'll be at Val's and she will be like sitting in silence for like hours. And here comes Jeff. And I'm sitting here just being no like it, it was <laughs> I remember this because it was the other day. The other day we were we were at her place and she was like, I have to get some work done. Mm-hmm. And I had been up, I'd gotten I get up early. I get up at like six, six to seven every you. morning. It's not nope, it's not an accomplishment. It's just my brain is up and firing and i had already been to the farmer's market and i'd already done all that like i had done again good for you she's like wow getting up at like 9 30 like i'm already back and like showered and stuff and she's like i'm gonna take my time and she's like it's quiet it's like pin drop quiet and she's working and in my head i'm just like i'm i'm going crazy like i was i was losing my mind with the with with with, silence with the silence i can't have it i need constant ADHD stimuli that's real to just fire at me all the time that's and real. and I am high energy mm-hmm. and I 
I I make jokes a lot and I I, I always have something to, just to return. An element with. of stimulation. Yeah. And that must be so annoying. No. I recognize well, you just said you can love a ton of people, but you, sometimes yeah. it's a bit much and you need your Absolutely. There's there like you just hit this burnout wall because I am a singing pogo stick. I'm the mm. same. Like I was the first one up in the buses, couldn't wait to get out and explore and do shit. And I was like, Mary Tyler Moore throwing her damn hat up in the air. Like, yeah, we're in, where are we today? Oh, we're in Leeds. Yeah. Hell like yeah. so excited about everything. My favorite who album is live at Leeds. Leeds. Oh, what a great place, man. What a solid place. But real quick, by the way, as we're going there, Postmodern yeah. Jukebox, I just want to explain it real quick. Oh yeah, please. It is a consortium <laughs> band, right? It's, it, it is a group of people that there are, there are members that are- A rotating cast. A rotating yeah. cast. Yeah. And of it is great essentially musicians. like- pop lounge music almost it's how would you is that how you would describe it well, it's like very yeah, like old timey rat almost ragtime rag yeah so what we do is we take uh songs of today and yesterday uh, but mostly today or recently um, yesterday. yeah modern music wannabe was i think one that really hit for you guys yeah. Yeah, that you did and scott bradley um the mastermind behind postmodern jukebox what he does is he takes he takes a song and he'll arrange it in whatever style what whether it's jazz vaudeville ragtime doo-wop he he'll almost like rewrite it and his arrangements are genius man he's genius absolutely so fun and what a show to perform for audiences all over the world because no matter where in the world they are they know the music yeah it's it's popular music and then to hear it in these different styles it's Oh, it's just so fantastic. I love that. It's so fantastic. I love it. I love trying I, I, I do like that a lot. That's really Yay. cool. And it seems to be that it's it's very popular because it's a different flavor of something people know. It's f- talent. It, it's it is like people getting a getting pizza at a new place. Yeah. Where you're where you're like, I <laughs> we know, know it's this. Pizza. I know what this is. Yeah. But it's a different flavor. That's very, very and, good. And I'm really excited to experience that. It's like the first time you had white pizza. And you're like, I can have it without red sauce you're on. So funny. What the hell? This is crazy. <laughs> Shout out artichoke pizza. Pew, 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 pew. Is that an artichoke? Yeah. Oh yeah. There was really this, good. There was this pizza that I used to get back home at this place called Zorba's. Surprise. I was going to say it's probably really good. Um, they had they called it the Poseidon. Okay. And it was a pizza with olive oil as its sauce and there it is. garlic. Yep. And then they would they would put like different seafoods on the top of the pizza and cook it. And you would think that certain seafoods would not work on on pizza. pizza? And yet it was so damn good. Wow. And I was sitting, I tried it once and I was like, oh, this is like a thing. That's the last time I judge. I know. Looks like I'm going to Massachusetts. Oh, you, you were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, I love Portsmouth. Portsmouth is my favorite city in the country. Stunning. I I love Portsmouth. Especially in the fall. I used to spend one weekend a month in Portsmouth. Oh my God. I loved Um, it. You were also, uh, don't tell me because, uh, Northampton, Massachusetts, uh, which is also another one of my favorite cities. I just loved being in that area and then like in maine and that's where i went to college oh man connecticut yeah and in the fall like that's such a special you guys are so lucky to get that yeah beautiful season that that crisp weather is pretty great yeah and the foliage and it's like our winter the The winter in la is a cider donuts damn it cider donuts don't they and the pop pop pop-ups what what do you pop pop Uh, 
pop-ups like pop turnovers pop, that's what it is Apple turnovers, yeah no no oh danny's gonna kill it's okay me. we'll get there they're the pop whatever they're pop eat with the cream and cream pops they're like that they're main did you eat them in Maine? because that would be so. a whoopie pie which no, is like the official dessert of maine I think it was Portsmouth. That's okay. We'll get there. I'll figure it out. So here's a fun thing we do, by the way. And I don't know if you know this because I don't, I know you're a member of my Patreon. I'm sure you know that. Hey, shout out Patreon. If if you are on (laughs) patreon.com slash Jeff May, first and foremost, if you are someone that is listening to this episode for free, Thank you so much. I appreciate your ears. Uh, You know, it would make me appreciate you even more. If you head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff May, you can get early access to episodes. If you're listening to this for free, you could have listened to it last week for free and you could have heard all the swears because we bleep those out. Um, But if you sign up for the producer tier, uh, I will actually uh, say your name out loud. And then a guest, a wonderful guest like Therese, for example, uh, and I can talk about your name. See, we're on, we're on the we're on the gram or we're on a video. <laughs> so I would like to thank uh, the following fantastic people uh, that are my uh, my sponsors here, my producers. Um, so shout out to Gray Man of the Nightmare Potluck. Everyone is welcome at the table. Shout out to Jeff using deep blue sea memes to break bad news. Shout out to Tyler Wilgus. We can, by the way, if we want to, we can discuss these names. Yeah. Um, we can, uh, Tyler Wilgus. We can uh, shout out asking seven. In the time since he changed his name on this document, Jezbutt had a kid, got a new job, and got COVID. Congratulations. I hope you still have two of those things, Jez. Shout out to Kimball, the casual Frankenstein, the target loss prevention officer currently hunting Jeff. Side note, I shoplift uh, peanut M&Ms every time I go to Target. Oh my God, good. I do. That's my fee. Good. And you know what? I did it yesterday, and then a guy came up to me and asked for money, and I didn't have cash, but I was like, I got these M&Ms, bro. And he was like, I'd appreciate it forward. that. And I was just like, here you go. There you go. Paying it forward. And then he got arrested. Robin Hood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Robin Target, if you know Rob- what I mean. <laughs> uh, shout out to Steven. Billy, ban brioche buns on burgers Beck. You a brioche bun fan for a Oh, burger? my God. Y- yeah. It's one of my big problems. I really don't like a brioche bun. Wow. Guess we're getting a divorce. Sorry, too soon. Sorry. I know I'm not your flavor, and that's why it makes it a lot easier. (laughs) Our friendship is a lot easier. Our friendship is real and deep. Knowing that I can't grow a man bun was the most... (laughs) Was the most uh, emotionally releasing thing. Well, wow, we're going to get so far into that. I have a feeling. Oh, we can. We always get into that oh, in we? every f- podcast I ever do. Well, you do advertise the main thing a lot. Why? I don't have to shut up. You advertise it on social media. Whatever. I like what I like. Uh, you're allowed to. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You are, but I'm not saying you are. Uh, shout out to Cody Beck, Mike Gouts, Lisa McCarty at Comics Book Girl. Comics with an X, girl with a U. Aeschylus and his tortoise. Ooh, Dr. DNA. Hooray for Pontius Pilate. That is an, that is an interesting. Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> that was uh, on an Easter egg. We, we did, uh, we did a Pontius Pilate egg. We made nice. it. And my mom is like, why did you do that? And we're like, I don't know. He seems like a part of the game. And she's like, isn't he the one that crucified Jesus? Literally. And we were like, yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Fulfilling the prophecy, mom. Yeah, mom. Okay. Uh, Shout out to the scene in Meet Joe Plaque where Brad Pitt dies. Oh, that was an intense scene. Very funny. Yeah. I'm never going to have a history podcast, you little (laughs) so stop asking. (laughs) 
they want me to do it. They know my history. They know I know my history. Oh my God. Uh, Mackenzie Sisyphus may be happy, but he's into CrossFit. So f- him chill. What do you do for workout? I, um, I cycle. Oh, okay. Do you go to a place or do you have one? I have one. Ooh, is it a Peloton? I wish it was a Peloton. It's like a knockoff Peloton because I don't need people screaming at me, it's a, telling me I'm inadequate. I do it at myself. What do you watch? Or do you listen? Or what do you do? I listen to a lot of things. Um, I'm typically memorizing music for my next shenanigans or listening Boys. to people that can make me better. Mm-hmm. I would love to get into listening to podcasts, but then... To work out? That seems like nightmares. A nightmare, me. right? When people are like, I listen to your podcast when I run. I'm like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I listen to Daft Punk. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I do. I listen to a lot of hardcore shit and it, it gets me pumped. I listen to mostly electronic music. That's nice. That's because when I started boxing, that was one of the two options I was given. Was really? Disco or techno. Ooh. And I took techno at the time. And I, 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 that's what I, so that's what I've, li- I've been listening to that for 21 years. Cool. Of just that's every not workout. A bad, not a bad choice. Every and workout. And Daft Punk is like. Yeah, it's like, it's really like that turn of the millennium. So it's like yeah. Daft Punk, Crystal Method, Chemical Brothers, Prodigy. Uh, but I also like a lot of like Dead Mouse comes on Good and stuff. and um, you know I've been I've been really enjoying um, Sophie Tucker. Yeah, a lot that, yeah, uh, and uh, Teddy Bears. Okay, I've been really enjoying Teddy Bears. Teddy Bears, Soul Wax again, another great one. <laughs> Uh, this, this show brought to you by all of those electronic artists Listen, that I just mentioned. All of them. Uh, Instagram and Twitter's at Bob underscore of underscore skull. Uh, shout out to Sergeant Pepper's hot dog flavored water. Woo! Yeah, you are a Beatles stan. Literally. Uh, shout out to Lemming Malloy. Norm from Cheers. Norm from Cheers. Also, he's the guy that goes through and finds all of the swears. And really? sends them to me. God this guy's bless. awesome. He's I awesome. love him. Kansas love City. Guy. Did you go? Have you been to Kansas City? Oh. Love me some Kansas City. Kansas the barbecue, City. forget it. So good. Yeah, the burnt ends, f- me up. Yeah, that was uh, that's where I met him. Shout out to Burrito Mouth, Dan Hackroyd. Hey, as long- <laughs> Dan Hackroyd. Shout out to, as long as we're bringing back Pepsi Blue, let's bring back the Bigfoot from Pizza Hut. Oh, what's Bigfoot. Your, what's your favorite dirtbag pizza? Like your like real sh- chain pizza place. Uh, I mean, I really don't even have one. I'll eat no. whatever Just- pepperoni I don't care. Just give a slice of 7-Eleven yeah. pizza Ooh, if you want not e- Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. 7-Eleven, surprisingly tasty for okay. literal garbage. Um, <laughs> I, Jeff May, believe that there is no better streaming service than Tubi to watch Armand Asante movies. Uh, probably true. I uh, I don't know. It feels like not Armand Asante movies aren't making it past Tubi. The people that know who that is. I... I give them major props. Man, so I do. I know who that is. Here's the, here's the kind of the, it's a joke, but it's, I follow him on Facebook and whenever okay. he posts a photo, I will always say a comment, but then I will finish it with Armand Asante. So, Armand so, Sundays. so he'll be like, you know, he'll post a picture. I'll be like, this is a really good picture, Armand Asante. Uh, and it's just fun. It's just fun. You're just fun. The itty bitty Millie committee. Pity the fool. Kelly says, get your booster, you gaslighting dip turds. I think I need to get a new one. I had COVID in like April, but I feel like that's that's, uh, running its course. Shout out to the guy who played JJ and Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Uh, Lisa Harden, my co-producer at Mint on Card. Jessica Robertson, Silius Ruby, The Digital Phil, The Ghost of Dave Thomas, The Great Radvertising Scam, a Jeff May joint. It's coming, folks. I'm still researching. Give me a break. 
Uh, shout out to Aaron Meyer. El Seldo is going to see the Grand Canyon no matter what Jeff says. I was on a podcast and I talked on the Grand Canyon. And How did people, that go? People seem to have a lot of opinions about that. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is like, I like nature in theory, but whenever I'm there, I get bored really fast. Yeah. Like if somebody, if I'm in nature, for mm-hmm. example, and someone's like, this is the Grand Canyon. I'll be like, yeah, that's what it looks like on the picture. Yeah, no problem. I got it. Yeah. Just got, I saw the postcard. Right. Uh, and they're like, don't you want to explore it? I'm like, I feel like I'm going to figure out the gist oh of it. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I feel like I get it. Is it a hole in the earth? Wow. Pretty big canyon. You would hate me on tour because I'd take you by the hand and be like, yo, we're going to go f- explore it. See, but that's fine because- We're going to lick it if we want to. I don't mind- other people like I get joy out of other people enjoying things. Okay, so that's something. We'd be that okay I, then. That's something I really like. Like my favorite thing is watching people unwrap gifts that I. Oh get my god, done. me too. That is, I and it's it's like unfair because yeah. I'm so good at gift giving, oh, bro. Like it is a bro. It's a problem where it makes people up. Like people are uncomfortable about it because they're like, "Well, I don't." You're hmm. that girl on SNL. Like I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> The, what's her name? Kristen Bell, Kristen Wiig's character. Like she can't keep it together. Yeah, yeah. no, I get, I love like, I love gifts. I buy, yeah. I buy Christmas gifts for people like in April. If That's I see something, up. you're a good one. You said something that you like. I saw it I, at a random store in April. I grabbed it. I held on to it. Christmas comes. Boom. I got you knocked out. <laughs> Although sometimes I forget that I do that. And then I'm like, I accidentally got you nine things. I'm sorry, you're a casual acquaintance. I just saw nine things. I saw nine things that reminded me of you. And and, wow, you've met your match there, sir. Uh, In Soviet Russia, we have cool Jeffs. (laughs) It was me, Jeff. I've been giving you $10 a month since the beginning so you could afford more gas station Pop-Tarts, keeping you sluggish, just slow enough for me to steal Christmas. Two bits of information to know about that. Uh, Three, technically. One, that's a reference to a meme from a, a... Batman movie. Uh, two, uh, gas station Pop-Tarts are my favorite on-the-road snack. Why Why gas station? Like, why not, like, from Ralph's? Or I think they're better in the little blue tear-open package than in the little <laughs> silver box that you get. Wait, whoa, no. They're in the silver tear-open package. They're in the blue box. They're with blue box, silver package, yeah. grocery store. Yeah. Gas station. They're in the blue? Blue, blue wrapper. Oh, you only get a serving size? Like you only get two? Yeah. I'm a compulsive overeater. Okay, so me here's too. something for you to know about this me. Is... I oh do you okay. So you're not you're I like am. The... This is how I know like a serving size. Like Yeah. Oh like my it's... god, because that's a lot of people don't understand what compulsive overeating <laughs> oh, is. Oh, very uh, much so. Because they think with when they think eating disorders, they only think uh, anorexia and or bulimia. Deprivation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm like, well, I have the one where you just your brain doesn't regulate. Doesn't stop. Doesn't regulate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! No, hello. you're like the only other person I know that has admitted to having that. Hello, just will not stop. It is until inf- I hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's one of those things too where I, the way I explain it to people is like my brain doesn't have the off switch yeah. connected to its stomach, like the dopamine. So sweat, I, yeah, I just keep going past when it hurts. Oh, I see. Uh, and, and that is a problem. So I mm-hmm. usually have to buy things in in that serving size. Um, Very smart. And then also just slow enough for me to steal Christmas. I love Christmas. I'm a huge Christmas That's great. idiot. That's great. I like, I decorate. I get the whole I'm thing. I'm sure like, you do, big. dude. Shout out to Cronenberger Meisterberger. Cronenberger Meister Meisterberger. Where's Clawful? Three Jacob Tremblies in a trench coat sneaking into an R-rated movie. <laughs> Parker Aylesworth is not that tall. He just has fake legs. Christy Salinas. Kale's only true purpose is as the garnish in a 1996 Pizza Hut buffet. At the Pajamari on Instagram for pictures of my feet. 
tests of strength. Verbose minimalist, world's humblest man. Adam Warlock, he wants her soul. Ass of bass. The local man, at Gavin underscore not with two Ts. Jen, be earnest, enjoy what you love. Nick, the producer Fabian. Gotham City OSHA. Jeff convinced me to quit Twitter and you should quit too because it's awful. Fair enough. It's real. If I wake up with a caffeine withdrawal headache in the middle of the night, should I be drinking more energy drinks or fewer? And the answer is always fewer. <laughs> Jocular, haggard, cantankerous fool. You see, that's a JHCF reference. I see. I see. Uh, Aldo, I canceled my dating app subscription to use the money on Patreon Vargas. Thanks, Aldo. I appreciate that. Ooh, shout out to Bauhaus. Love me some Bauhaus. 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 I do like Bauhaus a lot. Uh, Koi Fom Art and Mentoring, uh, which was great. He was a he was a, a guest and he came on and and then signed really? up. Really? Shout out to Nolan Void, Ricky Cilantro, Big Booty Boy for 2069. For 2069. Uh, Be my friend. Jumping rope, still a sport. Jeff not liking it, still a fact. I do a show called You Don't Even Like Sports. Oh. <laughs> and I also jump rope. That's the okay. thing I do. Okay, cool. Uh, bodacious Big Bag Bouncing Bollock Bonanza, Jennifer Fendelander, at AV Foundry, Patrick Dore, Bart Fartigan, Strange Tales number 110, Masturbator of Black. Mm. 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 Or Strange Takes. This is nice. Uh, of Bla- Masturbator of Black Magic. Never mind. <laughs> there it is. I didn't see it on the wow, second So let me say it so again. Good. Strange Tales number 110, Masturbator of Black Magic. <laughs> Huey, nerd numbers. The return of Magnolia Thunder. Wow. Classic. Classic Magnolia. Can, can any of these people name my my freshman album, please? Absolutely. These are great. We absolutely should do that. Uh, yes. Everybody, you're going to follow Get her. involved. You're going to follow Therese at Reese T. We'll get to that yeah, afterwards. We'll get there. And then you can make those suggestions. Although I'm sure <laughs> your inbox is awful. It's disgusting, but yep. you can help me clean it up. Uh, I can't help you clean that up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think about the messages in my inbox that I'm like, listen, Ooh. and the stuff you must have to go through Sister. must be a nightmare. Uh, Rudy Daft Punk has an anime Rueda. Jeff hates competitive fun. Godry Gregorio is mentally preparing to fight Jeff in Mortal Kombat, but train with him in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. I said this thing that I feel like I would lose Street Fighter, but I would do pretty okay in Mortal Kombat in like that's, real that, life. No, that's real. Yeah. In real life, I could Shiva hit like a bastard. Yeah. Did you just mention Shiva from Mortal Kombat? Sure did. God, where's my engagement ring? <laughs> uh, uh, Odessan oh, Molotov says, man. "Topple the patriarchy. Get <laughs> today." <laughs> Farty Marty's nerd party. Grand, gl- the Grand Glue Filled Canyon. These are so good. Show me in the rules where it says a dog can't play basketball. That's fair. I bet they put that in the rules now. And uh, they might as well. And uh, again, if you want me to, if you want me to debase myself by doing that, just go to, head on over to patreoncom slash Jeff May uh, and sign up for the uh, producer tier. It is still ten dollars a month for now. I'm gonna up it up a little bit because that was a lot of names. That was awesome. You're awesome. Shout out to you guys for being awesome with Jeff May. Yeah, I, I agree. Wow. Honestly, the most important part of this is that people give me money. You guys are amazing patrons. Thank you. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, a postmodern jukebox tour. Yeah. How many people are in that? About 12, including our crew. Okay. And our crew kicks ass, man. Is that a thing where like if you were touring for that year round, would that be able to pay all of your bills? 
Or is that something that's more like I take time to do it and then I have to go home and, and do like, I don't know what the pay structure is for something like that. You know and what? I don't I need don't the either. specifics. I don't either. You're like, I've never been paid. To I, do this. Actually. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's something that I, I find great joy doing. Um, and honestly, it's, it's an excuse for me to go and sing all this great music and be with people that I love and see the world. It's like, Wow, pinch me, what a cool ass Okay, but you job. are working. You know that, right? Is it? Yeah. Well, because you got to eat. Do we? We, so we You it's and the I, we and I. The Pop-Tarts. Yeah, we have to eat. Yeah, gas station Pop-Tarts. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's very good to me. It is very good to me. I'm very lucky. Uh, I feel very privileged to be a part of that awesome crew. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I always, I always wonder about that. Because, I would like, love to be out with them all year round, but I think I have to, um. I have to play the field as far as like other bands and other collaborations. Well, true, because you Sadly. work with Scary Pockets as well. Yeah, um, my funky babies. And that's a little bit different, right? It because is. that's a bit more of like a, a 70s style like It's just funk. funk. It's homegrown yeah. funk, but it's a it's a tighter band as far as like it's it's a different show. So mm. that's more of a concert, whereas Postmodern Jukebox feels more like a a review or a show, mm-hmm. almost like a night at the Broadway. If you will, it's Which, very, it's more theatrical. Oh, okay. Whereas, um, Scary Pockets is like, wow, you get these f- crazy ass musicians together. Same, same idea. We'll take modern music or or just pop pop hits and we'll funk them up. And so that's really it. It's just, it's just, um, yeah. it's just co- cover bands of different decades, but basically, like of almost. the coolest degree. That's pretty cool. Like. Like, wow, you guys have really tripped the system and this is, you guys are on to something really awesome. I have such a tin ear. I'm so bad at music. Me too. (laughs) Wow, if you guys could see the look he just gave me. Kind of (laughs) f*** you because I'm not good at any, like people are like, oh, you should try to play like an instrument. Yeah, I should too. I should too. And I'm just like, oh no, I'm not, I'm, no, I can't do that. Like I would think I sing good and then somebody will look over and be like, you're you are. are you it's okay? all about persistence and practice, really. I yes. promise. I'm, boy, if there's one thing I'm bad at, it's persistence and practice. No lies. Pers- I'm sure you could do it. Persi- yeah. I mean, that being said, yeah, I've made a career in, in Los Angeles. Um, there you go. So that I want to talk about some of your. Uh, oh, oh, also in Cirque du Soleil. Well, yeah. How, how does that happen? That's- that. God, that was fun. I worked and toured with a show called A Magical Cirque Christmas. Very. Very fun, very love cool. Christmas. We love Christmas and we love Cirque. What's not to love? And I made um, some incredible friendships in in. I did it for three years. Wow! And it's, I mean, what those athletes and those artists are able to do with themselves every single night and every single day. The discipline, man, oh man, what an oh. inspiration to us all. Let me tell you, as somebody who is currently in the <laughs> bodily decay period of his life like i was i was boxing today and i was sitting there i'm like oh my whole left leg is just bad yeah it's just like i have like a whole part of my body that's just decided it's bad they they're athletes and these people can go for it yeah really really and then yeah the clowns that we have like the actual clowns yeah i don't even say that as like a metaphor like they're clowns and they're incredible yeah like it takes incredible amount of skill to be that funny consistently and off the cuff i know no matter what could happen trust me oh (laughs) i know (laughs) shut up Uh, see i knew i was in good company good company 
These clowns. These f- clowns. clowns. That's how I'm treated. I'm treated like a clown, but not the good kind when I go home. I always love when people try to suggest jokes for me. Oh, that's the They're thing. like, use this for your for yeah, your comedy. Or can, you should sing this. Yeah. Well, like, you should sing you, this. You know, you know this. You know my voice so well. You should sing this. Yeah, well, that's... Okay, I'll get right to it. I'll have people that'll just <laughs> literally, they'll send me a meme and they'll be like, can you use this? And I'll be like, somebody already did. Clearly. It's a meme. They made it. You <laughs> idiot. Like, oh my gosh. Wow, we're going to hell in pressing basement. My mom... <laughs> Yeah, we're how to get in this handbasket. Um, <laughs> I remember my mom posted a meme and it was just like, it was a girl wearing a t-shirt with a video game controller and a, and like a guy's hands on her boobs oh like my that. God. And she just wrote, for your comedy. And I was like, how? <laughs> Are we going to get into this what's right the, now? What part of the comedy is this for, mom? <laughs> my stand-up routine? Because I don't know if you know this, but I'm not going to be like, so my mom shared a meme. I mean, you it's, are doing it right it's now. It's sort of, yeah, but this is it's more hilarious. Of I was like, yeah. So it's a man it's doing talking. some <laughs> delicate sexual assault on a woman. Delicate. Uh, a nice, a nice little, a soft, subtle, a subtle. It's not. It wasn't very subtle. Uh, <laughs> just, a handful of boob in each one. It's fine. That's fine. And it's just me just talking about how jealous I am about that guy with the with the hands. With the controller. And it's like, yeah. I want to be that guy. Now I'm just jealous. And that's not funny. Jealousy isn't funny. It's, I've read yeah, Othello. Othello's becoming. a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Although it is pretty funny. It is. Uh, <laughs> so now uh, you have songs. I have songs. You have songs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over a couple of songs because yeah. you have what I consider to be sort of two... Two veins of songs that you yourself put out. Mm. One tends to be more synth pop. Yeah. And then the other one is just gut-wrenching acoustic music. <laughs> uh, music that has harmed me Aww. by listening to it. Specifically, uh, the two songs that that really roughed me up were Unrequited Love Aww. and L.A. Struggle. L.A. Struggle, <laughs> I sing L.A. Struggle to myself all the time. Ooh. Yeah. Did you, the way the video works, it cuts back to you. I'm thinking at the hotel cafe. Absolutely, man. Doing a riff. That's me. Is the riff what inspired the song? Like you were just riffing at one point in time and then that kind of, because you were like, it's all going to be all right. Yeah, absolutely. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Very close. Um, it. I wrote the song. I think the day after 4th of July one year, I don't even remember what year, but we all know how we feel the day after 4th of July. We feel like a hot sack of I mean, yeah. So I just sat down and the first word out of my mouth, I think was actually, why do I live here? Like I was so burnt out on LA. I was like, why do I live here? And that's how I start the song at the hotel. That was the first night I debuted it at the hotel on the video. Hmm. My genius friend, Chris, happened to be there and he got that on his camera and i was like there it is you're putting that in the video yeah and he edited it and made it i mean it's so perfect but um yeah that's how i opened the song like why do i live here who knows like what am i doing i think about that a lot yeah i don't think not a lot of songs have spoken to me the way that song does and that is it's a it's not upsetting but like Mm. it hurt yeah to uh it 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 hurts to listen to because it took every part of the struggle of trying to make it not just in la but in entertainment Mm -hmm. exactly Um, 
in a world that is designed to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, this city is a parasite that will take from you. And when you don't have anything more to give, it casts you aside. Right. Um, Eroding. Yeah. And so to listen to that song... And for all of you, I mean, obviously, listen to all of uh, Teresa's music. Thank you. Obviously. <laughs> um, but like that one specifically, I don't think I've ever heard a song that encapsulates what it's like to live in this world more than that. Thank you. Um, I No the hyperbole. Beast. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that is so nice. And, you know, when you write things and you forget that you you forget that you wrote them mm-hmm. and you I mean, they're not in the front of my uh radar every day and then i forget because you know you have hits or you have favorites and that one doesn't always get the the um attention but every once in a while yeah that one will come up on a shuffle and people will be like damn dude this is really relatable and i mean i wrote it for all of us i just artists in general that are struggling just in their art and just to be artists but especially in la because this is the devil's ass if you think about it 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 is are you gonna leave are you gonna stay or are you gonna leave oh no i'll stay i'll stay stay. until it kills me yeah yeah i'm not i'm not dead yet i'm not dead yet (laughs) it is it's definitely one of those situations where i love it too much um yeah i love it here keep coming back for more i I love the people here (laughs) yeah exactly and i'm just like oh i'll never own a house here uh you come to that realization and Especially now in 22, where we can't even you yeah. know, afford a juice box. It's the, fine. The world is just yeah. a postmodern juice box. <laughs> uh, so yeah. um, that one, Unrequited Love, I think I, I've, I've lived it. Oh, hi. A lot. Cool. And, me too. And again, it, it is one of those things where, you know, I remember... I remember having a, having a crush as an adult on somebody mm-hmm. and they... And it was just one of those things where, like, it's it, it was just this person that I met, and I would be like, "You're perfect," and like, and I was like, "But I also have no game. I have no game." Okay, I, me I, either. I have, I'm like, I'm so awkward that like I, gift giving is generally my love language because I don't know how to. I, I'm so I fear rejection. So at least if I give you a gift, I can just be like, "Well, this is just because I thought about you." And then yeah. hopefully you pick it up. My my move is hiding under a pile of coats and hoping somebody notices me. Cool, me too. Um, and I finally like got the guts up to say something, and she was just like, "Oh, well, you're great, but I'm back with my boyfriend and you know my ex or whatever." And I was thinking there, and I was like, at first I was like, "Is if you had stopped waiting, maybe mm-hmm. it would be different." But at the same, and I, I like, I clammed up and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you're happy and blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, I just had to send a message just to be like, hey, look, our friendship is not contingent on whether or not you're attracted to me. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that my immediate gut reaction was this weird stammering idiocy where I fell over myself trying to tell you how okay it was and trying to hide my complete disappointment. Uh, I didn't say like that. You're I obviously precious, it. Jeff. But I was like, you know, it's not, you're not, our friendship is not predicated on whether or not we are allowed to date. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry. And she was like, oh, I appreciate that. And then like, she like never messaged me again anyway. Cool, Kathleen. And I was like, it's okay. Cool. It's okay. We'll call her Kathleen. That's my mom's name. So any okay. other, literally Kathleen. So. I'm sorry, Kathleen. And that's why it didn't work. All right, Sarah. It was my mom. Damn it. 
have I dated a Sarah? There was, a, <laughs> I was like, have I dated a Sarah? No. So I'm, I am from Massachusetts. So the Sarah. amount of errands. Oh. Out of control. Wow. Out of, O-O-C. Wow. Out oh. of control. Ooh. That's why whenever there's a movie that takes place in Boston, I'm like, how come half the girls aren't named Aaron? Aaron. You're funny. <laughs> I don't believe this movie. This is some This is unbelievable. Yeah. Tracy. I think wow. I'm in one Tracy. 40 errands per room. <laughs> By law. The more you know, Jeff, yeah. the more you know. That's like the joke I always say of like, just go into any bar in Boston and put shipping up to Boston on the jukebox and see how many guys check their phones to see if it's ringing. Oh my God. <laughs> you get it. I do. I you do. get it. We're I there. Do. I do. Um, so those two tend to be more of the like that guttural emotion vomit. Yeah. Um, I'm not really good with my emotions come mm-hmm. to find. Um, and I've been made aware of that this year by people that I really care about. And I know that they say it with love, but they're like, Hey, yo, Therese, you got a problem with vulnerability, man. Like we know I, it's in there, but you gotta like really figure it the f- out. As in you are too vulnerable no. or you do not allow yourself to be. I don't vulnerable. allow myself to be. I don't use my words. I'm not a great communicator. Um, because I too, I'll just hide behind like my affection and my vivacious personality and my gift giving and my attention to detail with others instead of me going, hey, I f- like you. So I, I want to be with you. Here, let me pour this into a f- song. Be no. cryptic about it and pray that you notice. Because you talking do. to you, Matt. On Instagram. <laughs> Is that a real Matt? It's a real Matt. Oh, <laughs> come on, Matt. I'm talking to you, Matt. Uh, that is one of those things, because I know you do. You you post a lot about like having crushes on yeah, your, crushes on your Instagram, and they are so painful. They're, they I think they call them crushes for a reason. Yeah, they, they crush you. They, that's that's while 90, you're alive. Ninety nine percent of my emotional investment has been on crushes. Crushes that were unrequited. Yeah, exa- um, unrequited. Yeah, is the operative. Yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, and you just sit there and you're like, I don't. How could you not love me back? Oh, I, but the thing is, is I know why. I know how. Okay, stop. But I do. Like, see, I don't. I'm just like, how could you not love me back? <laughs> I love. See, I like that though. Like, I prefer. How could you not? I wish I could be more like that. Fucking amazing. <laughs> the way I put it with the vulnerability thing is too many fires welded the door shut. Okay, um, expand I've on that. Been burnt enough times being vulnerable mm. that the fire welded the door shut. I see, and it's hard for me to get through that vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've, but I've also done a lot of stuff like I eschew, I, I, I reject toxic masculinity. I don't buy into it. Mm. I don't buy into like the like I don't cry or like I don't buy into. I think the, that's like, great. I gotta have a, a, a car that looks like. <laughs> uh, you know, these guys, or, or oh, this is good. Or the guys like, and you know, obviously growing up, not growing up, but uh, living in the fight culture that I did for so mm-hmm. long as a boxer, it was just mostly that. Yeah, and I never, I was never about that. Like, okay. and it really, it really pushed me away. But that tends to be more of my interactions with men. Mm-hmm. Than with women. With women, I just clam up hmm. and hide. I hide in my shell. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing hearing the the lyrics of of unrequited love does that. Like it speaks for me in that regard too. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm 
I'm really happy to hear that it speaks to you. I'm sa- I'm sorry it speaks to you because it's a it's a painful place to but, relate, but a familiar place because yeah. we've all been there. Absolutely. I mean, I guess that's comforting in in itself to know that other people can relate to it and that I am absolutely not alone in yeah. in sitting in that I've, in that space. I've <clears throat> I've mentioned it before because you know, like obviously, you know, with well, I taught eighth grade for so long and you'd wow. see it a lot and, you know, you know, 10 years of that and you, you see the bumps and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I, and I had, I explained to one kid one time and it really has, it has sort of permeated my brain, which is, uh, and the phrasing that I use as an adult is different than when I'm dealing with a kid is like, look, I'm not going to kiss most of the planet. Hmm. I'm not going to be romantically involved in most of the planet. Uh-huh. So one more person being a part of that isn't going to destroy me. And that adds a perspective that I've always used, which is like, it sucks if you want to be with somebody and you can't because they're, you're just, you're not there. No But at the same time, that is one of billions and billions that will not, that you, you will not be with. Yeah. But it's also one of billions and billions that make you feel absolutely inadequate. Well, yeah, but that's only if you think of it as like, and I do kind of tend to think of it personally, but that's why I try to view it objectively Yeah, and say, well, look, I'm not, and you know, as an adult, it's like, well, I'm not sleeping with most of the people on the planet. I like that perspective. As a matter of fact, the percentage is not even mathematically viable. True. So in that regard. Unless you're certain rock stars. I mean, unless you're a rock star and you can't be tied down. Oh, oh, oh. Can't be tied down. I can't be, that can't was, be attached. I had that, that happened. I, I had dated a, a, a performer at yeah. one point in time and she was very much like that. And I was like, oh, I don't f- with that. I get it. I was like, I I'm, 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 I'm raw in letting people know what happens in my life. And Me lot, too. But also a lot of people are concerned. we're excited. A lot of people are like, it could hurt my career. Okay. Get out of your own way and just f- live. Yeah. yeah. If the people that jack off to me don't want to <laughs> know that I have a partner. <laughs> Uh, that never changed Marilyn Monroe or But I know, the but that's because there are Come some on. people that are comfortable with it and they yeah. don't care. Absolutely. But a lot of people, especially people that are trying to build a career. I guess. They don't want to be torpedoed by the fact that they might be dating another person. Oh man. It's f- wild. That's like remember when Eminem lost his f- mind when Christina Aguilera mentioned that he was married on MTV cuz he's like you're f- my career. And then he he like talked shit on her on That's such song. a bummer. It's Sad. it's a supremo bummer. Yeah, but. you released uh, a couple of uh, the those synth poppy songs that I really enjoy as well. Yeah, uh, Tokyo. Yeah, Babe. Yeah, and Braille. Ooh, Braille. Uh, yeah, all very very they're very fun. they're different. They're, they're fun. Yeah, they're very fun. They're very very fun. And then Gypsy Poem. That's the most recent one that you put out. Yes, yeah, sir. Did anybody say anything about the uh, the title? Did anybody like, did yes. you get any flack about the title? Yes, yes, I did. I was wondering and it about never, that. You know what? It never, the, titling it what I did and, and putting that, that word never meant anything more to me than just, just what it is. I, I, I've been hit with something like that recently too, really? where I said something where it was like a thing you were like, hey, and it was an Italian slur. Ah. And it was, I didn't realize I was saying essentially the n-word in italian yeah i and, guess that's and then what it is my co-host he was like uh so we're gonna redo that line 
that is the n-word in italian and i was like oh my god really Mm. and he goes yeah and i'm like i've been saying that a lot and he's like i just learned last week uh he's like but it was news to me as of like at that moment i went and i read articles and i reached out to like so many different sources i'm like you guys help me out here this song just came out brief me on this like what is ap- it's like actually a, wrong with this? It's like a slur for the Romani now. people, I believe. Okay, right? yes, yeah. but upon diving deeper, it depends on which Romani you ask. It's very sure. It, yeah. It's very. It is. Uh, almost. I don't even say right down the middle. It's. It just depends on who you ask. Yeah. It. 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 And which articles you read. And whereas the other aspect of that too would be something like, uh, you know, how many times have you listened to? Fleetwood Mac it, that or too and like I'm like and, never or I mean McCartney's used it Aerosmith has used it so many different yeah. I mean it's just that's and that's what I took it as yeah. not to mention I have family from over there and they come from gypsy descent and I'm thinking to myself never I mean if it was foul or if it was um in any way shape or form derogatory yeah I would have known pre-putting this music out, this song out. It's funny because I knew that the intent was clearly not that. But when it came out, and I didn't want to message you because obviously it had just come out and you were very excited. But I was like, I think she's going to hear some shit about this title and not I, you know what no. i really didn't oh, i i was I, like- I was informed and i did my research and i thought well if it's you know if it poses a problem i'll yank it no problem no harm no foul but it didn't because i think that it reached people at a different and with the visual I, i'm not speaking about anything but the divine yeah. spirit essentially singing through me yeah. that, that's what it is that's what it's no, about. it's a great song Thank That's you a great very song. Much. I was just one, I was I was personally wondering. It was like yeah. a me uh, and I and we don't hang out. I'm really out. happy you asked about it. We don't it. hang out a lot, so I was just like, well, while I have you here, did you get <laughs> to that? I d- you know what I didn't. I uh, didn't. Good. So now I was educated, which is um, great. We should uh, we should go onto your Spotify. Okay. And we should sign up for your stuff. Oh and yeah. We should subscribe. So what's was it Spotify? Just look up. Is it Reese T or Therese Curatolo? You can uh, you can look up Therese Curatolo. Okay, so it's T H E R E S E C U R A T O L O. Perfect. Okay, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Hey. Um, and then uh, I think everyone should follow you on Instagram. On Instagram, at I am tea. at Reese T. It's like Reese Witherspoon and a cup of tea. T E A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 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 just a delight. Oh, uh, you post you. a lot of really great musical reels Thanks. on there. Uh, you're a, what we like to refer to as a fun follow. I'm a fun follow. Oh, that was really good. And you're a, a bit of a fun follow. <laughs> um, now, uh, are you touring anytime soon? Or I um, have some like, cool what should we dates be on the lo- up. Okay, so what should we be on the lookout for? Um, Knowing that this is going to be going up on oh, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, this is going to be going up on the Patreon on Tuesday, Tuesday the 12th. And then the 19th of July, this is going to be free for nice. everybody. Well, I mean, I'm doing some sporadic stuff with with my favorite uh, Scary Pockets and with my favorite Postmodern Jukebox. I am going to be releasing some new bops. Um, I don't have any release dates right now because I'm going to try this cool new thing where I just kind of like spring it on you. You're going to drop a bop. That's what I'm talking about. So you have to, that's almost like incentive for all of the fellow bing bongs of the world to uh, hop on and follow me because then you'll be in the know when the bops drop. 
you could also be one of the 3.73 plus uh, thousand subscribers on Therese Curatolo's YouTube. Oh my gosh, I have that many. Uh, That's so nice. Of which I am one. Wow, so nice. Uh, and uh, very recently. Yes, all my content does, or like all my musical releases do come with yeah. a visual content. Yeah, see, you'll notice the red bar <gasps> underneath. If I turn around, that red oh. bar means... Watched just it. watched. Oh, that's so nice. I watched it, and that's... that that this wasn't something that I just watched uh, before you came over. This is something that I watched upon release. Wow, flattery will get you everywhere. A Reese release, we like. To a Reese release. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I mean, if you look oh, like you're I, so nice I, to I, me, I, I, Jeff. I support you. Do you know why? Because Thank I love you. being for, uh, a fan of my friends. Ditto. Uh, and I am. Uh, you're. You're just. Every ounce That's of why you. I ran over here today. I was oh, like, "Oh, so first chance I you get." Could have driven. Uh, yeah, it's I weird chose that you to ran. Run. But, um, I'm really sweaty. Every ounce of you is oozing with talent. God bless you. And Thank and you. it's infuriating Stop. and admirable at the same <laughs> Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, for those of you listening for free, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, follow Therese on uh, social media on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow on Spotify. Yes. Get ready for those those drops. Those little bop drops. Those little bop drops coming your way. Yep. Uh, if you are a patron, stick around because we got a little bit more stuff to talk about. She was hoping that I was going to forget. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I sure did I was. I was. So we have a couple of things to talk about in the bonus content on patreon.com slash Jeff May. And if you liked I'm this episode... Exciting. Your pit, it happens. I yeah. had the AC running and then sometimes it just no, turns I'm, off. No, I am. No, it was that spitfire around of unrequited love, that real t- vulnerable talk. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Continue. I that's what, <laughs> This is why I do this, so you can only smell. You can't see. I'm more like a scratch and sniff. Tank, I'm so sorry. Tank talks. Tank talks. Tank talks. <laughs> We're, we're going to take to TikTok after for, for this, the new, guys. For the new TikTok uh, <laughs> app? Have you checked that out? I don't know why I'm wearing jeans. You know why I'm not Me wearing either, jeans? Me either, dude, actually. I'm, uh, I hate my legs. That's why. Uh, okay. They're too thick. I don't like them. You're weird. I know. I get it. I have like little hippo legs. You're it's gross. So weird. Uh, I, I'm allowed to Listen. constantly hate my body I for know, the rest of too. my life. Me too. You hate my body You've too? You've got a friend Thank in you. me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, You're welcome. But okay, so check, if you are a patron, stick around, and we will uh, we will be right back. Hey everyone, our artwork is created by Justin T. Brown, who can be found at Artness by Justin Brown on Instagram, as well as artnessbyjustinbrown.com. That dope music you heard is by Troy Nababon, available at Troy Nababon on Instagram, as well as at TroyNababon.com. Nababon is spelled N-A-B-A-B-A-N, and boy, does that shred. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next time.